0: We're gonna we're gonna start today with a little bit of table time so um, I got uh, some questions so there's two tables back there with Bibles uh, you're welcome to use those Bibles if you need them but the the questions are pretty self-explanatory I might just caution you though this morning that the questions at least one of them in particular are, are quite confronting um, and so don't feel like you have to Answer all the questions. Um, If you have something to share, then that's great. If you don't, you just move on to the next question. Uh, There's no need to share if you don't feel comfortable. Um, But go through all the questions. We're going to give you about 10, 10, 15 minutes um, to have a proper look at each question. The topic today uh, is brokenness. This topic is um, about this life principle number eight. And I might just introduce it for you. It says, brokenness is God's requirement... For maximum usefulness. Um, You might want to let that sink in a little bit uh, because I'm wondering if we agree uh, that that is the case, but I'm wondering if anybody has had that kind of experience in their life where they've been totally broken before God and they see it as God using it for His ultimate usefulness. Pretty intense. Um, kind of topic this morning so uh, be respectful of each other if, they're, if you're sharing at the tables uh, make sure that you're supporting one another well and encouraging each other um, but yeah go back uh, choose which table that you want uh, either table's fine and everybody grab a, a sheet there's no need to necessarily uh, have a group leader uh, just read through the question and um, and then share have some time of sharing so do that at the moment and we'll come back in and and First of all, I want to thank you for uh, being willing to have those kind of discussions um, and would encourage you uh, to continue those if uh, there's times where you can get together with each other through the week, have a coffee, sit down, and really have some meaningful discussions about what this topic means to you in your life. Uh, Our life principle says, brokenness is God's requirement for maximum usefulness. Not that you can't be used if you've... Uh, not been through this area of brokenness, but for maximum usefulness, you know, brokenness is one of those things that is required. Jeremiah 15, 19 says this, one of the most beautiful verses in all the Bible, I feel like this verse, and you should either uh, have it on a card, or you should uh, be looking at it, memorizing it, but Jeremiah 15:19 says this, if you extract the precious from the worthless you will become my spokesman. That is, if you trust in God and learn from Him through your trials, He will reveal Himself to you and work through you in wonderful ways. Think about that. Let that sink in. If you extract the precious from the worthless, that's really what we're talking about here this morning. If being able to... to, To extract everything that is good and worthy out of the worthless things. That is an amazing gift. And God says if you do that, you will become a spokesman. You will become someone who can really speak into other people's lives and in this world. So often Christians struggle to get to what they perceive is the top of this world. Um, They forget you know They forged their long list of accomplishments, uh, perhaps with the hope that they will one day be able to hand it to God and say, here's my list, God. See what I've done for you? Do you have a list like that? You <laughs> Think about it. Is, this, is that what living a Christian life is to you, that you, you check off all these things that you've done, this list of wonderful things, and then when you get to heaven, you have this idea that God's going to look at that list and go, yeah, you're in. Come on in, because of all the great things that we've done. We need to understand that God never accepts us on the basis of what we've done. Never. That's not his defining characteristic as he looks at you. He receives us because of what Christ did for us on the cross. We just celebrated that. And as Ruth so eloquently spoke this morning about that, that's what he sees when he sees us. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and it is not of yourselves, but it is a gift of God, not a result of anything that you do, so that no one can boast. It is what Jesus did for us. And this is why he instructs us to stop depending on what we can accomplish And instead, rely on Him. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will make your path straight. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. What's that? (laughs) You're singing the song? (laughs) just praising the Lord. And that's not just for salvation. Oftentimes we quote that verse because uh, it's, it's a salvation verse. But thats it's not just for that, but it's for every aspect of our life. He calls us to repent of our sinful habits, self-reliance, pride, desires, until we can truly say these words. This is truly the essence of brokenness in our life. All that I am and all that I have is God's. He is in me and I am in him and that's all that matters. This is the beginning of brokenness and until you reach that point in your life, you will be not as useful to him because this is the point where all of us need to achieve this idea of brokenness. Do you have a long list of accomplishments that you've done for God in your head? Or are you totally dependent on him, ready to say, all that I am and all that I have is God's. He's in me and I am in him and that's all that matters. God never accepts us based on what we do, only by how much we are willing to depend on. On him, How much we are willing to hand our lives over to Him. How we're willing to say, Here, Lord, I've had enough. (laughs) I've had enough of this life. I've had enough of trying to do it all on my own. I've had enough of trying to control everything. I've had enough, Lord. It's yours. How many of you have reached that point at some point in your life? That's brokenness. That's brokenness. Where you've just said, I can't do it anymore. And at that point, it's a critical point where we say, All I all I am is yours. I I just need you. And that's it. Think about what God is stripping away from your life. What do you trust in more than you trust in the Lord? Brokenness is God breaking your dependence upon anything other than himself. No matter how long it takes or how difficult the process may be, if you love something more than him, it's guaranteed at some point you're going to have to be broken down to where all that matters is him. It scares me sometimes because a lot of people love a lot of things over and above God. Sometimes, sometimes we love our partners before much more than we love God. Sometimes we love our families much more than we love God. Sometimes we love our material possessions much more than we love God. And at some point, if you want to be useful to God, that has got to be broken down at some point in our lives. We will figure out the mess that that makes if those things come before God in our lives. No matter how long it takes or how difficult the process may be, he's committed to bringing you to a place of wholeness and spiritual maturity, conforming you to the likeness of Jesus. You want to see Jesus broken? It's exactly what Ruth was talking about this morning. The the one place that is the perfect picture of brokenness is Jesus in the garden praying, he was broken. And what did he say? God, this is what I, can you just, can you just come up with something? I just, is I know this is going to be really hard. It's going to be so hard for me to go to the cross. Can you just come up with some other alternative? And yet he was so broken, he said, what at the end? Whatever you want. I am yours and you are mine. I am yours and you are mine. And that's all that matters. That's where Jesus was. And that's where he wants each and every one of us to be at some point in our lives. That time and that space of brokenness. If you've never been there, maybe you should begin to look at what what is standing in the way. What you're placing above your relationship with God. What is it that's standing in your way? Maybe... Begin that process of allowing him to bring you to a place of wholeness and spiritual maturity. 2 Corinthians 1, 3-7, it's a long verse, but I'll read it for you. It says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all of our affliction, so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. For just as the sufferings of Christ are ours in abundance, so also our comfort is abundant through Christ. But if we are afflicted, it is for your comfort and salvation. If we are comforted, it is for that comfort, which is effective in the patience enduring of the same sufferings which we also suffer. And our hope for you is firmly grounded, knowing that as you are sharers of our sufferings, so also you are sharers of our comfort. You see, it's not just about God comforting you during your struggles and suffering. A lot of times that's all, that's that's the only place we arrive to. How many of you, when you talked about that question, what's the difference between suffering and struggle and brokenness? A lot of times, the reason why there's a, there's a difference, a lot of times we think it's a same, but it's not. You can suffer and struggle and not be broken. Did, did you come to that conclusion in your groups? You can. You can suffer your whole life and not be broken. Okay? A lot of time, and that's what this passage is, is, is trying to teach us, is that there are times that you will suffer. There are times where you will struggle. But if you don't allow God to break you in those times, you will never learn anything. You will just continue to what? You'll just continue to struggle. You'll continue to suffer. And week after week, you'll have the same what? You'll have the same problems. You'll have the same issues. And everybody will be trying to tell you the same advice over and over again. And until you are broken, you will never listen. Because... You have to reach that point where it's beyond suffering. (laughs) It's beyond struggle. And you reach that point of brokenness when you say, okay, I'm done. I'm done trying to make it about myself. I'm done trying to control it. And I'm just giving it, I'm just going to give it up to God. He's mine. I'm his. And that's all that matters. Do you get that? It's a very hard thing to get, but it's not something that is easy to process. Maybe you're facing a time of brokenness now, and it feels as though the emotional pain is more than you can bear. Or perhaps you're dealing with a a series of disappointments that have completely undermined your sense of security. Instead of becoming fearful, and that's one thing that Nate and I talked about in our discussion, this idea of fear, that really fuels this whole thing, but instead of being fearful, ask the Lord to reveal what He's teaching you, and that could be a really good alternative. Oftentimes, when we feel uh, broken, or suffering, or we're we're struggling through something, we don't ever take a step back and go, "I wonder what God's teaching me." <laughs> we don't ever see that because the well, the tidal wave of all the emotion and pain and hurt is so big. That we never see what God may be wanting to teach you through that struggle. So maybe, maybe, you might ask the Lord, reveal to me, Lord, what you're teaching me through this. You want to dig deeper this afternoon and this this week, I would suggest that you go to 2 Corinthians 12.8 and look at how Paul dealt with this in his life. Um, That whole chapter uh, is a good one to read. The Apostle Paul faced such a time of suffering, and he wrote these words. He says, I implored the Lord three times that it might leave me. And although God did not remove the thorn from him, he did help Paul to understand that it was given to him to keep him from exalting himself and from lo- relying on anything other than Jesus. Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, 7-11, there's this idea, this... this uh, uh, teaching and revelation that paul had this thorn in the flesh you know what i'm talking about maybe you've heard about it he had this well, we don't know what it was but it was a uh, something in his life that kept reoccurring some problem some some idea where he was suffering or struggling with something in his life and he prayed to god over and over that god would remove it that it would just be uh, uh, cast aside and it says here that in the in the scriptures he that god didn't why why didn't god remove it because it was a constant what? Reminder to rely on God and not himself. So this idea of brokenness, this, this area of brokenness, it might be something that never goes away. That was something also that Nate and I talked about. Uh, both of our, our areas of brokenness, they've not gone away. They're still there. It's a constant reminder to rely on God. Constantly reminded to rely on him. The Lord also taught the apostle that his grace would always be sufficient for all of his weaknesses. That he didn't have to worry about those areas in his life where he was weak or what he felt like insufficient because God would fill the gap. The same's true for you. Whenever you experience brokenness, God's grace sustains you and matures you, if you ask the right questions. You've got to ask the right questions. God, what do you, what do you have for me in this? What, what are you teaching me? How are you going to grow me through this? If you're not asking those questions, you'll never get there. It'll just all be about the struggle. It'll all be about the struggle. Woe is me. I can't believe I can't get beyond this over and over again. If it's all about the struggle, you're not asking the right questions you've got to ask the right questions when you're going through these times that's what makes this life principle so tough because it requires us to do some work he will show you how to relinquish your reliance on earthly things that give you security and he will teach you how to rest in his provision in his love and in that way you'll grow in the likeness of Jesus You'll be prepared for future service. You will become the most useful vessel that he has. Because you'll be able to begin to, to, to help others. You'll be able to, to be able to speak into other people's lives. Peter wrote, Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal among you, which comes upon you for your testing, as though some strange thing were happening to you. What he's it's very funny the way he puts this. It's like you know, don't be don't be alarmed at you going through difficult things. Don't don't walk around like, "I can't believe this is happening to me." That's exactly what he's saying. And how many times do we say that? All the time. "I can't believe this. Why is God doing this to me?" He's saying, "Don't be alarmed. Don't be surprised that this is going to happen. It's there for your testing. And don't don't be questioning it as some Strange thing were happening to you, but to the degree that you share the sufferings of Christ, keep on rejoicing so that also at the revelation of his glory you may rejoice. These things will lead to rejoicing. They will lead to the revelation of how he can grow you and bring glory through that weakness and through that trial. There's three things. Keep in mind that God uses brokenness to deepen our understanding. Three ways, and we're just going to go through right through these really quickly. The first way is you gain new perspective of his mercy and provision, and you learn to depend upon him more. This true area of brokenness, you will gain new perspective. You'll look at things differently. You won't see the same things that you saw before it will define you differently. You will no longer see yourself in the same way. And this is another thing that Nate and I talked about, this idea of when you're really truly brokenness, it's almost as if your, your total self-image changes. You're not the same person anymore. How many of you through areas of brokenness feel like that you've changed, that you're not the same person as you used to be? That, that some of your personality has changed you, the way you look at things change looks look at things changing it will give you a new perspective not only on God but on you secondly you will develop a more complete comprehension of yourself and that's more of this idea of you'll be able to see yourself differently you'll be able to see uh, yourself in a more reality uh, basis, you, you'll be able to op- Your eyes will be open, and you'll be able to look at yourself, your your own weaknesses and your frailties. You won't be trying to cover those up anymore with with lies and excuses. You'll be able to actually look at yourself and and see yourself for what you really are, the good and the bad. And thirdly, and probably most importantly, in my estimation, is that your compassion and your understanding for others will grow. I mean, you know, Brett has shared with me some of his sufferings as he uh, went through the loss of his niece. Are you more sympathetic to others now? Of course he is. Of course he is. Probably didn't think about it much before, but now it's, it's very real, isn't it? It's very real. When's, when someone else is suffering, when someone else is, is having problems, your brokenness will fuel your compassion, and that is huge. You will see things and understand things in other people's lives totally differently. And it will be awesome how God uses you for that. Lastly, just if you're facing a season of trials, if you're facing a season of brokenness, then you need to to embrace Jeremiah 15, 19. If you to extract the preciousness from the worthless. That's this process in a nutshell. You need to be looking at your struggle and your trial and and try and squeeze every ounce of worth out of it, the good stuff out of it. Ask yourself the right questions. If you trust God, he will reveal himself to you, and he will work through you in wonderful ways, and he will take that brokenness, and he will use it to make you the most useful person in his kingdom. The Lord has one goal in mind for your brokenness, spiritual victory. Not victory necessarily for you personally, because oftentimes our brokenness, we define it very selfishly. It's all about what? Me. Everybody look at me, I'm so broken. But if we begin to look at this through, it, through God's eyes, his goal for you is spiritual victory. He wants to grow you. He wants to help you become better than you ever thought you would be. Therefore, if this is his goal for you, be confident that Jesus Christ can take your weakness and turn it into strength. He can take your weakness and turn it into hope. And he can take your weakness and turn it into honor and usefulness. Does that make sense? This is hard. And if you don't go home and do a little bit of work, I'm not sure that you'll get it. I'm not sure that you'll figure it out. So take some time this week. Go through some of those scriptures. Make sure you save this on your app and go through some of the scriptures that are listed on the event. Okay? And make some notes. Think about how you've processed those times of brokenness in your life. Think about the kind of questions that you ask yourself as you've gone through those times. Those things will be critical in the ways that you do that. And if you need uh, uh, somebody to, to bounce things off of, get together with each other through the week. Ask each other. Um, talk about this with each other. How are you handling brokenness in your life? tell me about maybe take those questions that i printed out for you take them home with you and maybe get, have some coffee with someone this week and t- talk about that area of your life it's only through doing those things that you're going to grow if you leave this place today and it's the last thing it's the last time you think about what we've talked about today then god will not be able to use you to, to grow in this area and so i encourage you to not forget and uh, maybe, you know, this is recorded online. Maybe you need to go back and, and listen and get into it a little bit more and study it a little bit more when, you, uh, so God can actually lead you to a point where brokenness is not uselessness because that's what we usually think. Brokenness is usefulness. You can use those times to help you. So God bless you. I thank you for uh, just being... Uh, here today but also being uh, encouraging and loving to one another today it's it is a sensitive topic there are areas of our life where we we are broken um and oftentimes we don't like to talk about it or share it and that's fine you don't have to share everything but we need to learn from one another we need to encourage one another and i think that's important for you to uh, to share with one another so spend some time thinking about this week uh take those questions home if you want um and let me pray and we'll uh, have some fellowship time Hey, God, thank you for today. Uh, Thank you for the time of sharing. Uh, Thank you for a time of uh, where we can lift each other up and encourage one another. We really appreciate that. Uh, More than that, Lord, we appreciate your uh, word that instructs us and gives us these principles. Um, Lord, um, help us to be wise, uh, to take some extra time and uh, figure out what these life principles will look like as we uh, um, begin to... uh, follow them in our own lives so guide us uh, direct us uh, give us your grace and mercy forgive us those times where we where we don't do what we need to do um, but certainly give us time and space to be able to do that Um, we ask this in jesus name we pray amen amen